Blog Talk Radio. There's a direct relationship between having the businesses and being in prison. Go find an, see how many Asians you can find in American prisons. They ain't going to be in there. But 51% of your prison will be black because you don't, blacks don't have any businesses and industries. There's a direct link. Blacks won't practice group economics. Blacks won't practice group politics. If you don't practice, you're setting yourselves up. I told that five-story building, you're setting yourself to get wiped out. Understand the nature of race, which is economics. If you, if you build the first floor, it's economic. Build your businesses and your industries. Control buildings and industry, and put that pools in your money. And hold that money. And, it's a, and practice group economics <clears throat> with it. Arab and Asian money bounces 12 or 13 times for at least. Jewish money bounces 18 times. Black folk got to learn how to practice group economics. Black Americans spend every penny they get outside their own community. Then you take the money and the wealth that you get from that first floor and go to the second floor. The second floor is politics. You then take that money on the first floor and you control your politics. Black folk must quit allowing people to tell them to go out and vote. Vote for what? Nobody's going to do anything for black folk in politics. Politics is controlled by money. Major corporations who got the money. That's what controls politics. If you have no money, you have no say-so, you have no benefits coming. So you take your money and you control and you take your money on the first floor, you buy every politician on the second floor. And any politician you can't buy, you rent or lease them to get what you need. Then once you get the second floor under control with the politician, with your money, then you go to the third floor. The third floor is then is the police department and the court system. You take your money from the first floor and your politics on the second floor and you control the court system and the police department. Then the fourth floor, you t- the fourth floor then is media. You then take the money that you generate off the first floor from business and industries <clears throat> and you go after radio stations, TV stations, newspapers, and cable systems so that you can now inform and communicate with your own people. Right now, <clears throat> black folk only control less than 35 thousandths of 1% of the media in the United States. Out of 12,000 radio stations, black folk own about something like about 75 or 80. That's all. You own no cable systems. You don't have a daily newspaper. You have nothing of importance. You don't. You got about one black TV station. And you, so you can't communicate with your people. You can't inform your people. You can't do anything. You can have Rush Limbaugh and all the rest of the guys talking about racism all day long and bad-mouthing you and O'Reilly. They can talk, call black folk all kind of names all day long. What are you going to do? You can't respond. You can't even communicate with your own people because you, you don't have an economic base. 51% of all the prisons in the United States are black people. You know, even though you only make up 12% of the population. That's no accident. It's because you don't control the economics and the politics. And they're going to go after the weakest people they can get their hands on to incarcerate them. That's the black folk. And what are you going to do in response to them when they, when they, when they over incarcerate you? You're going to go out and have a march, a demonstration. We're going to march. March for what? Who cares? Marches never changed anything. Okay, today's podcast is titled Black Wall Street versus Freedmen's Commons. No culture equal no, excuse me, no agriculture equal no culture. On that note, we'll be back in about uh, three or four minutes. Uh, We're going to take a musical interlude right now.
President Abraham Lincoln created the Freedmen's Bureau. After taking office, President Andrew Johnson vetoed the reauthorization of funding of the Bureau in 1866 during Reconstruction. The Fourth Ward of Houston, Texas, is the location of the Freedmen's Town Historical District. Now, I'm going to read to you a partial list um, of these towns before I do this. Let's see. Historically, um, let's see. Okay. A partial list of uh, Freedman's Towns. This is a partial list. I'm going by states here. Alabama uh, has Africatown and Hobsontown. Once again, these are, these are black-owned towns. These are towns that former slaves built with industry. So in Alabama, you have Africatown and Hobsontown, H-O-B-S-O-N, Hobsontown, I mean, excuse me, Hobson City, Hobson City, Alabama, Africatown, Alabama. In Arkansas, you have Blacksville, or Blackville, B-A-L-K-V-I-L-L-E, Blackville, Arkansas, California, there was Allensworth, Allensworth, I think it's just a ghost name. Uh, Colorado, you have uh, Deerfield, uh, which is now a ghost town. And Florida, you had Adelieville, Eatonville, which still exists. Eatonville is over 100 years old. Fort Mose, somebody has Ro- Rosewood, Florida was never a black township. It was not a Freedman's town. Um, Georgia, John- Johnson Town, Illinois, you have Brooklyn, uh, Bro- Brooklyn, um, Illinois, which was originally named Freedom Town. Illinois, and that was founded by a black woman who was a former slave, uh, Mother Priscilla Baltimore, New Philadelphia, Illinois, Nicodemus, Kansas, uh, which I think Pat Singleton, who was a major player in um, black sitting up towns, freedom towns of black townships. Kentucky, you had Esco Station, Louisiana, you had Bobtown. Mossville, St. Maurice, Louisiana. Maine had Bailey Island, Harbor Island, Magla, Maglica Island, that's M-A-L-A-G-A, um, Maglica Island. Those are Freedman's towns uh, or black towns or nickel towns in the state of Maine. Uh, in Maryland, you have Highland Beach. I always get that confused. I always put Harbor Beach. Highland Beach, Maryland, Sugarland, Maryland. Unionville, Maryland. There's also North Brentwood, Maryland, um, Glendale, Glen Arden, Maryland, I believe. It's either Glen Arden or Glendale. Fremont Heights, Maryland. Um, and there's Katerine Mitchellville. And I'm probably missing these one or two others. That's in the state of Maryland. Uh, Idlewild, Michigan. In Mississippi, you have Davis Bend, Mount Bayou, uh, Renova, Winstonville. Uh, in Missouri, you have uh, Haiti Heights, Kinslow, Mitchum Park, Pennytown, Penhook, all in Missouri. Those are freedom towns in those towns, I mean states. Nebraska, you have Dinwiddie, Overton, 
New Hampshire, you have Colt Mountain. New Jersey, you have Marshall, Mar, uh, Marshalltown. Um, there's more there. I think Whitesboro is another one in New Jersey. New Mexico, you have uh, Blackton, which is now a ghost town. New York, you have Sandy Ground. And there was also Weekly, I believe. That's in New York. Um, with New York, where, where what's that park there? Central Park. And part of what, what we know now is Central Park, there was a black township that was there at one time uh, before it became Central Park. In North Carolina, you got Beach Bottoms, Hades, James City, Little California, Princeville, Sedalia, Soul City, and Oklahoma. You got a gang in Oklahoma's number one. You got Bowley, Booker T, Brooksville, Clearview, Grayson, IXL, Langston, Oklahoma, Lima, Oklahoma, Redbird, Oklahoma, Renningsville, Oklahoma, Summit, Oklahoma, Taft, Oklahoma, Tatum's, Oklahoma, Tallahassee, Oklahoma, Vernon, Oklahoma, and that's 14 alone. There used to be 50 black townships in Oklahoma. They're now 14, maybe 15. Uh, we woke up, which still exists in Oklahoma. Um, that was founded by John Horse, who was, um, I guess, Afro Native American. <laughs> he was a black Native American. He starts, so it, you know, if you count that, um, You've got Oklahoma's got four, 15 municipalities that are freedom towns or black towns. All right. Um, they also have other communities because you have these communities in two flavors municipalities, which is an incorporated community, and then you have unincorporated communities. Like this, right, right beside Taft, because Taft, Oklahoma, is a municipality. All right, they incorporated themselves. However, right next door to Taft, Oklahoma, is Blackjack. But Blackjack is an unincorporated community in Oklahoma. All right, and a lot of those don't come up on the radar. All right, South Carolina, Mitchellville, Tennessee, Free Hill, Hortense, uh, Texas has got quite a few. Uh, Bear Station, Independence Heights, Kennetonville, Cedar Branch, Hulls Bluff, Fotis, Grants Colony, St. John's Colony, Upshaw, Upshaw, I mean, Armstrong, Armstrong Colony, Cozy Corner, Deep Ulum, I mean, Ulum, uh, Elam, E-L-L-U-M, Cologne, Quakertown, Antioch Colony, uh, Shackleville, Tamia, Texas, Virginia, uh, Titusville, and Truxon. And I know there's there are other black freedom towns as well, but those are ones that I can pull up real quickly on um, on the uh, computer here. All right, so I that word in one place. So in any event, um, most of these towns had some type of industry that was agricultural based. All right. And um, like I said, all we wanted to do today was essentially um, introduce the idea, or not idea, but the history 
And um, we'll probably come back Friday and get more into it because uh, a lot of people don't know about that these these towns existed. So on that note, um, that's it for today. Everyone have a good rest of the day.